I V M. It's a new year, but with the same old work environment. Couches that have turned into cubicles, bedrooms that have turned into meeting rooms, and kitchens that have turned into pantries. But not as fancy as the office one, though. Yes, you guessed it right. Work from home is definitely here to stay, especially with the rapid surge in Omicron cases around the world that has raised severe concerns. Most companies which had called back their employees to offices are now sending them back home. Many are taking precautions after a lot of employees started contracting COVID. They're even cutting work hours for essential workers or testing them on a regular basis. IT companies are being extremely cautious, especially the Indian ones. For instance, Deloitte India had planned to open offices in a hybrid model in the second week of Jan, but that has now been postponed. Employees at Zomato, Axis Bank, ITC, and Flipkart too have been instructed to work remotely, apart from essential workers. Meanwhile, companies are taking COVID-19 extremely seriously, as they should. Citigroup employees in the US who are not yet vaccinated against COVID-19 will be fired according to the company's memo. Meanwhile, other American organizations such as Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley and JP Morgan have asked unvaccinated employees to stay at home. While we are on the subject, we are aware of how the COVID crisis has disrupted working patterns around the globe. However, Many employees have begun questioning what is acceptable and what's not in work from home situations. You see, it's quite easy to exploit work from home staff and many bosses expect them to work at any given point of time, even if it's after hours or on days that are holidays. Although, according to the New York Times, employees are increasingly unwilling to put up with mean bosses. Looks like the new year comes with new avatars of employees, even if the work situation may be the same. For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything else that gives you goosebumps. I am Rajneel Kamat, and here is the main story for 10th January 2022. When in America, don't be a green texter. Why? Well, let us break it down for you. When Android users text on group texts, Apple iMessage turns the text into green bubbles instead of blue. It gets sent as an SMS instead. Which means everyone in the group knows who is an Android user. And Apple is particularly popular in the US. Almost everyone in the country uses Apple products. A Wall Street Journal report said, quote, With little fanfare, Apple built iMessage into one of the world's most widely used social networks, unquote. Now, this move by Apple contributes to iPhone's continued dominance among American teens, and there is one word that defines it. Exclusivity. Apple has always been innovative with the ways in which it maintains exclusivity. It is the wall garden model. For instance, there are no three dots to suggest that a non-iPhone user is typing, and an iMessage reaction like a heart, a thumbs up, or an exclamation mark has long been transmitted as text for Android users instead of graphics. In fact, Apple put additional efforts to boost the appeal of its messaging app amongst teenagers. To compete with other social media messaging services, it introduced popular features like Memojis, which is an animated representation of the user. Snapchat too has Bitmojis for its users. According to a report, many interviewees indicated that Apple's iMessage plays a key part in their lives. 
Teenagers and many college students express their fear of being excluded if they are a green texter. Many even admitted to being singled out or stigmatized after ditching their iPhones and switching to Android. This shows that Apple may have created peer pressure amongst teens. Meanwhile, Android had something to say about this, about this peer pressure. On Sunday, its tweet read, quote, iMessage should not benefit from bullying. Texting should bring us together and the solution exists. Let's fix this is one industry, unquote. While we are on the subject of messaging services, Signal, our namesake, may be walking in dangerous territory. The rapidly expanding encrypted messaging app is adding features that make it vulnerable to exploit its users. According to the platformer's Casey Newton, Signal's first attempt to allow anonymous payments via the app sparked concerns. But now that Signal has opened up the mobile coin interface to the rest of the world, it might give the company a substantial opportunity to breach end-to-end encryption. Currently, Signal has over 40 million subscribers, up from over 20 million just a month ago. The messaging app is working on aspects pertaining to usernames and cryptocurrency payments, which might create an enabling environment for misuse and exploitation. As Newton observes, Signal's stance on payments is risky because its features are designed to make any transactions anonymous, which of course makes it convenient for the exploiters. Governments around the world want to do away with this encryption model. Authorities have put forth their points, such as the riot of child sexual abuse materials, drug issues, and national security concerns. Signal's approach, particularly in the area of anonymous payments, may only serve to support these arguments. It will be interesting to see how governments react. Particularly with cryptocurrency-based crime increasing to an all-time high in 2021, according to a chain analysis report. The report link is down in the description below. Feel free to go through that. You can catch this podcast daily on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. We are the Signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. We are prepping for the Signal tomorrow. So till then, stay tuned. <laughs>